Hello and welcome to this edition of the Calm and Clarity Channel. My name is Kevin Foley. By trade and training, I am a clinical counselor and addictions therapist, as well as a program director for opioid addiction treatment. I am also, first and foremost, a husband, a father, a stepfather, a brother, an uncle, and a nephew as well as being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. My professional mission is to rid the world of anxiety and depression one person at a time. And to that regard, this podcast is going to talk a little bit in depth and a little bit briefly about six feelings that we, you and I and Practically everybody else comes in contact with or feels on a daily basis. They're happiness, sadness, fear, disgust, anger, and surprise. Not necessarily in that order. But from hour to hour, minute to minute, those are the top six. Or I should say the most common feelings that we feel throughout the day. For example, you may feel happiness at the end of the workday and a little bit of disgust when you have to go trudging off to work. You may be angry when things don't go your way or surprised when things turn out better than what you thought. You may also fear what you think is about to happen and you also may feel some sadness as you're disappointed in what is happening now. You see, we often move from one feeling to another without much knowledge of how we get that feeling. Today, what we're going to focus on is sadness. Sadness has has both a healthy response and an unhealthy response. As a healthy response, sadness is a response to disappointment. It's temporary sadness that's healthy for us. On the contrary, long-term sadness isn't good for us. Long-term sadness runs the risk of turning into depression. Long-term depression has many, many bad um, possible outcomes. Healthy sadness, on the other hand, lets us be aware of what we don't have, which is okay, or what didn't turn out the way that we thought, which is okay too. What we do with healthy healthy sadness, well, that's sort of unique. When we're usually sad, we just are being told to pay attention to patterns of sadness and ways to distract us in order to alleviate the sadness from lingering any more than a couple of hours. You know, sometimes when I work with clients on temporary sadness, I just really help them focus on a, something that the, other, that the brain can focus on besides the feeling of disappointment. It's the long-term sadness that is probably more concerning to most of us. You see, long-term sadness usually lasts more than 24 hours, 
and that prompts the brain and you to focus on what you lack and your limitations as well. From a neurochemical standpoint, sadness results, long-term sadness results in decreasing norepinephrine, which is a neurochemical that helps us feel better. If we don't have that, the brain begins to go into not functioning at its best. You see, long-term sadness turns into deeper thoughts of what we can't do, what we can have, or what we don't want. Long-term sadness may turn into excessive sleep and isolation from others. When repeated, this pattern sets in deeper depression. It just becomes unhealthy. Sadness becomes more and more harmful for us because it leads to lower functioning health systems where healthy sadness is preferred under unhealthy symptoms. You see, when we get into unhealthy sadness, we begin to feel symptoms of insomnia. You can't sleep. Headaches start coming in. Fatigue sets in. You just have no energy. You may feel chronic pain throughout your body. You also run the risk of increased heart disease, diarrhea, constipation. Patients also report to me weight loss or weight gain and a loss of libido, as well as inflammation throughout their body. You see, unhealthy sadness turns into depression, which affects your body more than you even think may be the case. So while we manage healthy sadness by simple distractions, what do we do with unhealthy sadness? You see, when unhealthy sadness persists, I recommend that we we seek professional help. You know, ongoing symptoms, usually untreated, without a psychiatrist and a counselor, get worse and worse and worse. I'll get into more detail about depression in later episodes, but I'm telling you, your goal, my goal, and everyone's goal is to have healthy sadness. Whatever you're going through, I want you to remember this. It will all work out. Whatever you recognize that sadness is going beyond 24 hours, reach out and get some help. Stay in touch with people. Minimize your sleep. Get back into a routine that works best for you. And above all, stay active. When unhealthy sadness takes over, people and I tend to not do anything. And that's when... Depression sets in, and that's when depression wins. Those are my thoughts about the differences between having healthy sadness, which is a normal reaction to every day, every, not every common situation, but throughout the day, we're going to be sad. We're going to be sad that things didn't turn out the way that we wanted to, or that things aren't just bad news. 
makes me sad to hear when somebody loses a, lo- a loved one. It doesn't mean that it's a depression kind of sadness. When it gets into long-term, chronic, or um, short-term sadness that moves into 24 hours or more, that's when we need to be concerned about ourselves, and that's where we need to seek some help if it goes on and on and on. My goal for you, my hope for you, is that you can get to a point where you're maintaining calm and clarity about who you are, what you want to become, and get going in that direction. That's the purpose of these podcasts. I'll be doing this throughout the week. So pay attention. There'll be contact information within this podcast if you want to reach out to me for more information or for therapy yourself. I'm Kevin Foley. Keep your chin up.